Ahoy hoy, everybody, and welcome to Talking Simpsons, where we make really good lemonade. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's uh, chronological exploration of The Simpsons. I, I am your host, Bob Mackey, of course. Who else is here today? Christopher Antista, the number one Simpsons fan, better than anyone in this room. Uh, Henry Gilbert, the real Ghostbusters what? fan in this room. The, sorry. Uh, Brett Elston, the actual real best fan. And today's episode is Itchy and Scratchy and Marge. And if you couldn't tell by the title, this is the episode in which Marge tries to get violence removed from the beloved cartoon Itchy and Scratchy. And this episode aired December 20th, 1990, the last episode of 1990 for The Simpsons. And what happened on this day in history, Chris? Five oh. days before Christmas. <gasps> oh, boy, Bobby! Oh this day in Simpsons history, the TMNT movie is released on VHS by Family Home Entertainment. Oh. HBO's Comedy Channel and Viacom's Ha merge together to form Comedy Central, and Ooh. Home Alone continues its dominance at the top of the box office. I see. Now, on that TMNT VHS, was there a heartwarming Pizza Hut commercial? Yes, there was. Featuring a baseball team. Way out where the dandelions well, grew. That is some timing that they're like, yeah, five days before Christmas, let's just sell it to people. <laughs> Not a month ahead of Christmas and sell a mil- millions of copies. It's perfect. It's just five days. Those FHE people they yeah, well, the, world was, the world was slower did you it's not only slower the teenage mutant ninja turtle movie the mm-hmm. first movie it is in the record books as the highest grossing independent movie of all because nobody wanted yeah. anything to do it's with crazy it. yeah. it's new line right it's yeah. new line they, before they were well, new line new line put it out but they had no use it nobody wanted they had to. no vhs distribution so family home entertainment had to step in and with release. their yeah. shitty crayon logo yes yeah. yes yes that usually release like stupid like learn to read videos they did the cartoons for the Ninja Turtles, like, yeah. on tape, the VHS tape. But it's just thing. insane. Like, you as a little kid yeah. and an adult, like, really, no one? No one wants this. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll go get a bank loan and I can and make this happen. We're talking about how slow the world moved. The Ninja Turtles <laughs> movie opened 18 months before the VHS tape yeah. was released to the public. <laughs> like, yeah. I I'm, always remember Jurassic Park came out in, like, June of 93, and the VHS was October 94. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. Wow. It a year and a half. You guys, read the oral history of the Ninja Turtles movie that oh, Hollywood Reporter really did this year. It's a Amazing. So if we're done with this uh, week in Simpsons history, just a few notes about this show. It's mm-hmm. based on a housewife's letter-writing campaign about married with children, oh. in which she took issue with an episode in which um, Kelly and Peg go bra shopping, and I believe the offensive <laughs> phrase was over-the-shoulder, boulder-holder, boulder holder. Wow. which was tossed around a lot in my, eighth, uh, in my second yeah. grade class. No pig. <laughs> they did Flush. so many more disgusting things on that show. Yeah. That was the one that got her. But the thing is, like, this made the show hugely popular. Like, this letter writing campaign made Fox yeah. like a name. Like, people mm. were hearing about Fox now, hearing about Married with Children for the first time. Like, so mm. controversy made it popular. Something ribald, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> this episode was also the highest rated episode. Ooh, wow! Of FXX's Every Simpsons oh, Ever okay. Marathon. I see. Oh, but that's wow. but that's cr- not like is that because it happened super early in the run of the marathon? I, or? You know, I don't really. No, I think it's. I think I do think. If I had to guess, I think people maybe skipped. I don't like the first season and jump like maybe time their day to jump right. on uh, at this point. But what what I thought was more miraculous about it is that syndication is so weird with how they air episodes. This was the first time in in history since the show aired that uh, is aired first run on Fox Television. Maybe a rerun a couple months later. That the world was experiencing the same Simpsons episodes at the same time. Because hmm. normally you go home in syndication, they're not playing the same episodes that are broadcasting in Branson or right. Tallahassee, Florida. Thanks for the Branson. You're welcome. <laughs> no, it, it, well, that two week period of every Simpsons ever was yeah. just amazing. It was like so your Twitter was alight with like Simpsons yeah. jokes that like you, that, can, you like, can't you can't times. make because you know no one's watching the same episode you are. Yeah, it was it was a be- it was a beautiful moment. We're all on the same page again mm-hmm. and. 
this episode also is the debut of Jim Reardon, my favorite director on The Simpsons. Who oh, he's great. He directed uh, episodes such as Homer Goes to College, my favorite episode in terms of animation, and Mr. Plow. And Ooh. he also made the short, Bring Me the Head of Charlie Brown. Yes. You I, must see this short. It's yeah. on YouTube. It's totally. We just could, put up an article with a thing I in did. it. Oh, cool. Back. Okay, awesome. Like, if what you, is it? Weird Snoopy merchandise? Yeah, it's Weird Snoopy merch. It's a bonus entry because it is unofficial, but it's like, it was a YouTube video 30 years before YouTube existed. Exactly, yeah. It was just this animator who had the crazy idea of what if Charlie Brown murdered everybody? What if the Charlie Brown characters just killed each other in black and white? And it is so, it looks so perfect. It's hilarious. Hilarious, and it's on YouTube, and Jim Reardon is narrating it. I think doing voices too, you yes. can hear it. And it's it's fantastic. You can see why they hired him. It's so subversive and great. great. So yes, this episode is itchy and scratchy and margin. How does it open? I totally don't remember. Uh, I have a clip that I don't remember either. Okay. You know, Marge, you make the pork best chops. pork chops in the whole world. Oh, now Homer, they're nothing special. The extra ingredient is care. Mm, a sprinkle of chervo, half a teaspoon of turmeric, and a whisper of MSG. <laughs> Oregano. See, I don't. I, I do remember this line because it's the first time I ever heard this line, and I use it all the time. And I can't believe Bart said it. <laughs> hey, down in front. Shut up, boy. Down in front. Yeah. I've never heard down in front before, and then I, it took me like years to see it again in like a 1940s movie. It feels what, very old timey to yeah, me. Yeah, that, like why did Bart say that? Uh, but uh, what Homer gets his head well, caved in. So Homer, number one, after I watched this episode, I think I definitely asked my mom to make pork chops for the first time ever. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I have pork chops, whatever. And again, I'm are. turning Homer's age. And I like pork now. I've never liked pork in my whole life. <laughs> it's a turning point. Oh. And but, becoming middle age, of course. <laughs> and then it turns on this running joke. They pretty much dropped that Homer's bad at building stuff. I guess it pops up every now and then. Yeah. But it, it's more just included. Like Homer's bad at everything. Yeah, at everything he's he sets out to do, he'll be bad at that. But that too. spice yeah. rack is had become kind of a shorthand for like yeah. when you can't do something well or like I'm going to try and like hope I don't spice rack this thing. <laughs> like, And I also like that he had th- this is a joke that is so outdated now but a wall of encyclopedias like such specific yeah. encyclopedias. Like the and, Time Life book. collection of yeah. like handicrafts or of whatever. Handicraft, yeah. The handyman's guide. I do think a spice rack is like the first thing you make in like wood woodworking yes. class or yeah. that or like a birdhouse. Even if the spice falls out of the rack it's not that big yeah. a deal. And <laughs> so while Homer, while Homer is building this um, uh, Bartley said Maggie are watching an itchy and scratchy cartoon, mm-hmm. and of course, Maggie is influenced directly to hit Homer on the head with a mallet while he's working. <laughs> For a great psycho reference. Yes, exactly. One of the first, like, shot for shot, mm. like, specific, not like, oh, this is just an illusion, Citizen yeah, Kane. Yeah, it's like, yeah. no, no, this is a shot yeah. we're going to recreate with the show. I think it's their first Hitchcock. Which... Well, how do you feel about that now as, uh, as uh, renowned family guy haters? Mm. I feel like it's they a were... a specific reference that licensed the music. They were yeah. first to the table, mm-hmm. as in, like, thing one meets thing two equals comedies. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think they, they evolved beyond that and started mm-hmm. ha- having to add more to the equation than just, like, these two things don't belong together. They were still eight years ahead of Family Guy, by yeah. the way, on that. But, um, <laughs> also, I made the note well, that... Well, they didn't to... make that their their jokes are entirely based in cutaways. Right. Yeah. But I they also, do do a fair I don't amount feel of like cutaways. That's for a different... Talking Griffins, that's coming soon. Oh, my God. The show over but, there. Okay, physically speaking, Maggie, let's say Maggie, a baby, oh, is strong enough to pick <laughs> up a mallet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Could she possibly hit Homer with enough force well, to well, knock Hank, it, like... Your, your your issue is with the heaviness of the hammer, right? Uh-huh. Gravity's going to do part of that work. I guess. But I, I'm, yeah, I'm putting I, on my best hypothetical sports commentator. And I think also Homer is incredibly... Like, he's just a terrible human. Like, he's, everything <laughs> is... Like, he's weak. He can't build anything. He's stupid. <laughs> like, of course a baby would knock him out, you know? That's, wait, That's part wait, of the joke, I, I don't know what this line is. Vision's responsible. Hey, we Mom, were watching What are you doing? Well, you won't be watching these cartoons anymore, ever. But, Mom... 
Mom, if you take our cartoons away, we'll grow up without a sense of humor and be robots. Really? What kind of robots? <laughs> no, that wasn't even the line. Oh, this, this, this is my line of the show, because Homer's hit over the head and has to call in sick for work. <laughs> That's the joke. You heard me. I won't be in for the rest of the week. I told you. My baby beat me up. <laughs> oh, it is not the worst excuse you've ever heard. <laughs> I think I might be my line of the show. Actually, no. We'll, we'll get to that later. But So Marge writes a letter to the, the filth purveyors of yes. Itchy and Scratchy. And we have our first uh, RIP for this episode. Alex Rocco, sadly. Yeah, Alex oh, Rocco. Man. Was yeah, he Mo so Green the Godfather? Yes. yes. So oh, we have a dead. Uh, we right? have a death jingle that we never use. Death stalks you at every turn. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Death! <laughs> That's Alex Rocco, Mo Green and the Godfather. I think he died this year, and he has such, he did. such a great voice. I he love does. his voice so be- so much. And like, I think yeah. Hank Azaria filled in for him twice. Did he? Once was in the front, and the other one was an itchy and scratchy. And was like, "Here are two tickets." Oh, <laughs> that, that was yeah. Hank Azaria. Yeah, when here are two was, tickets, but there are five of us. Here are two tickets. That's better. <laughs> when it was, yeah, when it's one line, they wouldn't get Rocco in. Though with Joe Montana, they mm-hmm. would. Mm-hmm. Like anytime Fat Tony showed up, Joe Montana said, "If he voices. belches." I'm that voice. Here, here he is writing his letter. Try to tone down the psychotic violence in your otherwise fine programming. Yours truly, Marge Simpson. Take a letter, Miss White. Dear valued viewer, thank you for taking an interest in the Itchy and Scratchy program. Enclosed is a personally autographed photo of America's favorite cat and mouse team to add to your collection. In regards to your specific comments about the show, our research indicates that <laughs> one person cannot make a difference, no matter how big a screwball she is. So let me close by saying... And the horse I rode in on! Yes. I'll show them what one screwball can do! So, Alright, so now as an adult, I'm thinking, did he actually tell her, go fuck yourself in yes. the horse you rode exactly. in Exactly, yes. yeah, I did not get yeah, that as a I kid. Oh yeah, yeah not at all. Here's the thing, though, like, I think... In the second season of any animated show, they do their show about animation. Yeah, yeah. and um, I feel it's like uh, South Park did this with the show episode Death, where they've introduced Terrence and Philip. Like, you think our show is bad? Yeah. Here is the bad show that you would hate Stimpy's if it was real. Cartoon, yeah. Um, wow, yeah. Tiny a, Toons did it. It yeah, happens like a lot. Beavis and Butthead. Like, I, I mean, you're in this environment. You have to write about the process. So that's what it's, they're doing here. You're writing about your life, and your life has become uh, cartoons. There's a great Sailor Moon episode that is they go to an animation studio. <laughs> oh, really? it, is, oh it, wow. is, it is just about how great animators are. <laughs> And like how good the art, how hard the artists work. Well, there were also a couple uh, notes I made before we got to that. Was like one that when they forbid them to watch the cartoons, they just go to their friend's house, which is exactly what you do with anything your parents yeah. Yeah. forbid you from doing. And then two, when everybody else was reading the letter, like they stuck with the continuity of Krusty being illiterate, which yeah. I appreciated. He couldn't read the letter. He yeah, was moving it up and down. And then the, the animator who crunches it up is Wes Archer, or it's a it's a parody. It's a drawing of Wes Archer that would then be turned into a black man who would be one of the nerds in Homer Goes actually, to College. Actually, this is gonna. I'm gonna double nerd you, uh, oh, Henry. Shit. It's actually Eddie Fitzgerald, oh. who never worked on The Simpsons, but Damn worked it. on things like Ren and Stimpy, Tiny Toons, and with uh, Ralph Bakshi. But, yeah, <laughs> wow. that's Eddie Fitzgerald. But uh, you win this round, Bob. Wes Archer's the dude with the beret. Right. In that. he's the guy with the beret. Yeah. Wes is. And Wes also, is, yeah. uh, Wes the beret. Dan David Silverman has the curly hair, and the yeah. Homer 
beard line. That's right. Like, yeah. And uh, Eddie Fitzgerald, uh, Pinky from Pinky in the Brain, is also a caricature of him Whoa! with the two buck teeth. So there you go. I know this, and I have nowhere else to say it. So <laughs> you're welcome. I'm abusing okay. you with my knowledge. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, I do love the guy's voice, though the 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 detached like delivery of this angry CEO, like oh, yeah. or, you know, head of head makes, of a studio. But just, just as like the personality. Have you met any human being with a voice like that in your entire? Do they are they extinct? I feel like it's a different lifestyle. Like you yeah. need to be yeah, drinking like, whiskey from age eight. Like cartons yeah. of cigarettes, hey, a morning whiskey. It's me. Yeah. yeah, if you weren't already <laughs> smoking them down in, like in the seventies, like we're all gonna sound like Aziz Ansari in ten years. All <laughs> 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 just high voice nerds. I've started a crusade against cartoon violence. Mm-hmm. I can protect my own children, but there are many others whose minds are being warped every afternoon at four. Oh, mm-hmm. that reminds me, I gotta get over to Millhouse's and. <laughs> Play sports. All right. <laughs> and I'm going over to Janie's again. We're going to be, um, making the most of our childhood years. Have fun. We will. <laughs> you want to point out that mm. Moe's sign in the protest uh, says, bring back wagon train. <laughs> yeah. So that's... And Miss Skinner's sign says, destroy the violent people. So they <laughs> talk about this in the commentary, but this episode was written by John Schwartzwelder, mm-hmm. who loves Itchy and Scratchy. And also is mm. they they attribute the bring back wagon train sentiment to him. That yeah, he's like, he, he would say that, yeah. <laughs> he would literally say that. Yeah, they should bring back wagon train. He is the old timeiest guy what around. The, what the fuck is wagon train? It's kind of what inspired Star Trek in a way. Oh, like a like a, a western. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the many. They're like, like a yeah. convoy, Moving like from town to town, um, exploring the west. Yeah. So like this episode, like I think like at, we're all podcasting about pop culture. I, I believe we probably all had permissive parents, right? Like, yeah. yes. Were you guys ever not allowed to watch something like that happened yes. with, with me with kids I knew? Like, I can't watch Ren and Snippy. You, you come here to my house. We'll watch Ren and Snippy. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that was. I think my parents were still under the impression like if it was animated, it was Yogi Bear. So watch away. I think if they I, if I was watching Married with Children, they would have said no. Yeah, uh, but but The Simpsons was fine and enjoyed by the entire family. I think I got one like one questionable comment from a parent during Married with Children, like, "Should you be watching this?" I'm like, "I'm okay with this." And yeah, I got like, it. Okay, I got yeah. it, Mom. Yeah. I think yeah, we didn't own a, we didn't have HBO in my house, so they Me didn't either. have to. I think because then they didn't have to worry like, "Hey, you're not watching anything that they." Like R rated, so I, yeah, I, whatever you're watching is fine. I had to get permission on a, via phone call from my parents before my friend's dad would let me watch Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five, The Dream Child. Jesus. Wow. Could be scary. And they in the, like because they were on the phone with another adult, mm-hmm. they just said yes. Yeah. Which like that was yeah. completely forbidden in my house. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, you know what? Don't do what you were gonna do because my kid's yeah. there. I'm an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, right. for some reason my uh, never really came up like. Simpsons was fine, and then I'm like, I want to go see RoboCop 2. And they're like, let's go. And then I I have to imagine my parents, after taking me to see Predator 2 and RoboCop 2, just have to walk out and still not be like, you can't do that anymore. You're you're 10. RoboCop was... The perfect example of a no-no in my my house. Yeah. My my, I think it was the probably the enemy of NPR, so my dad hated it. Uh, <laughs> all my friends were talking about it. I'm like, please, can I? And I had to have someone like Bob bring me over to the house and show me RoboCop. So then, good old Sna is there, which yeah. is they're finally doing a takedown of the PC police. Yeah, man. man. I guess we do have to address that now that political correctness is back, everybody. Yeah, well, <laughs> like at least it for does some factor people. into the end of this episode. Something I yeah. don't like about it. I, I agree with you, Bob. That the uh, I prefer the term that uh, Miss Hoover coins later in the series, which is PC thug. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah you PC thug. You're you're the reason women can't find a man. It's more dead white male bashing from a <laughs> yeah. PC thug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that line. PC thug is better than PC police. People yeah. should say that. 
I think thug has more connotations now, so it's a, it's a tricky situation yes, to work yeah. yourself into. Now, that's what I call a sticky situation. <laughs> but this isn't about South Park. But so, at some point... Itchy we were talking s- about South Park? Henry was for one reference. Oh, so but, failed. Uh, I didn't even see it. Itchy and Scratchy eventually do take Marge's advice, uh, mm-hmm. because Snod has an effect. <laughs> uh, I believe one of, the, one of the acts ends with a bunch of mail trucks carrying mail from yes, outraged parents yeah. to Itchy and Scratchy. So, like, why don't... Why doesn't Itchy get Scratchy get pie, uh, an ice cream cone? Like, no, make it a pie. Pies are easier to draw. Like, yeah, there are... So there's a good. lot of like negotiating like how do we make them how do we make a cartoon without violence it's going to be so weird well no, there's so many great well before they change everything like there's so many great scenes in there that yeah. like first off when the parents are at Krusty's show I was I wrote down why did Krusty's producers allow the parents to come in there like Krusty shouldn't be surprised like hey where'd the children go when a bunch like, of surly adults walk in yeah <laughs> yes. I would like like the, the letter writing scene and the like the pie is easier to draw scene like like, mm-hmm. having worked at Capcom for four years and then now watching this <laughs> as a company that, like, you're going to get a lot of praise and you're going to get a lot of negativity. It's just the way companies that are in the spotlight work. Like, mm-hmm. some people are going to be happy all the time. Some people are going to be angry all the time. So watching that from that letter writing campaign, I enjoyed that from a different perspective. But also the pies are easier to draw thing <laughs> is such a – a lot of things uh, that we think are magical or really in, for, on purpose. It's because pie-based solutions. It is a pie – yeah. It is a uh, – Pie-based like, compromise. In this game, why did you guys decide that? It was the – we ran out of time. Like, I mean, the, ex- the it was example four, it was that won't get anybody in trouble is that, like, why does Mario have a mustache? And it's like, because we couldn't draw any other significant feature on his face. Yeah, like, yeah. we need to and, indicate face on yeah. this character. Yeah, it's yeah. always this practical, boring reason. And, <laughs> and even for things that piss you off now, it's just, like, some boring business reason that's not going to satisfy your curiosity. Like, uh, also, my parents had to explain to me who Jane Fonda was when Homer <laughs> said that all the women in the world had to marry Jane Fonda. And I, I guess he's forced to eat a TV dinner that, at some point. I, yeah. I have God, a clip damn, the that. TV dinner line. I didn't know they still made TV dinner this bad. After dinner, can I watch cartoons? No. There's peas in my fruit cobbler. There's peas, peas everywhere. everywhere. Well, I guess I'll just go and watch some cartoons. No. I'm sorry about the dinners. I'll make up for it tomorrow night. Hey, who's up for some cartoons? No one. Hey, tomorrow night, how about making some of your patented pork chops? Mm, sure. Oh, dear, I can't. I've got three protest rallies tomorrow. Dang! 20 million women in the world, and I had to marry Jane Fonda. Wow, I think that, that's Pretty a, sure there's more than 20 million. There are way more than 20 yeah. million women in the world. It could be a Homer's term of 3 billion. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah Homer's 2 billion. No, no, it has to be a reference to the 91 population. Well, even then, it would have been 2 billion women <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the world. Um, but, uh, man, oh. that, that, there's peas everywhere. That's one of the Dude, few... That's so I, good I, for TV. Think that? that is one of the few oh. Simpsons lines that I'll say, like, once a week, and no one reacts to. And I'm like, <laughs> the TV dinner thing? Like, What? I've also never heard the, t- the the phrase TV dinner in like 20 years because yeah. I think like dinner was yeah. a much more formal process where it's like, okay, you're, you're eating frozen slop. You're just going to sit on the couch for this meal. It's, <laughs> it's, it's everybody one, yeah. eats everything microwave. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And in front of the television. And then, okay, and then also the parody they make of Marge on the show. Shit. This world, uh, I so this is one good. of the best moments ever. I love it so much. Take that, you dumb squirrel! (laughs) (laughs) Homer, I remember uh, back back in the day, like when you would call a friend just to talk on the phone, and you would just Uh, talk for like an hour. I remember it was like this is probably second or third grade, and just and being like, "No, friend, listen, Simpsons is really funny," and he'd just be like, "I watched it once; it was dumb. I don't like it." When you're a kid, it's zero or one. You're either like, "I love it" or "I hate it." 
And I remember like holding the phone up to the TV because I had recorded. Like, listen, he put he hits the head off of this squirrel making fun of this lady. And I remember putting the phone up. And when I put the phone back, he hung up. Oh, <laughs> man. I thought you were going to seal the deal with that one. No. <laughs> I remember reenacting that scene at, at like a lunch table multiple times with wow. friends. Like, wow. it, it really stuck with me for a long time. I, uh, the sound of them hitting each other. <laughs> once a day, I... Take that, you dumb squirrel. Once a day with my girlfriend, I do something I'm not supposed to, like walk backwards down an escalator just something silly that's kind of breaking the rules and she oh, she's from the midwest and says don't do that and then i adopt <laughs> this don't do that and then I, I showed it to her and think this is why i love her she's like that's hilarious and now says marge's don't do that don't when do i'm misbehaving in public I feel like i've heard her do that yeah oh, she does nice. you will you will hear her do it if we hang yeah. out at night it's yeah. guaranteed that's there's a drink in me it's going to happen i don't know what this clip is but it leaves in a, a, a runner-up line of the show that woman that screwball Marge Simpson. We've got to stop her. But how? Drop an anvil on her? <laughs> Hit her on the head with a piano. Stuff her full of TNT, then throw a match down her throat and run. All your fancy degrees and that's the best you can do? You make me sick. Alex <laughs> yeah, Rocco is so good. Yeah. It's so great. But that that is like the 18th <laughs> stupid executive board. The, definitely the writers had a feeling about executives. I do think, point. though, I, also it's also like an old Hollywood-style guy dealing with Harvard writers, yeah. yes. which you'd yeah. see later in, in other episodes where they play up the Harvard like qualities of these people. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is my runner-up line of this show, Jesus. That's the joke. <laughs> you know, some of these stories are pretty good. I never knew mice lived such interesting lives. <laughs> That's great. Well, and then the smart line thing happens, which that felt like oh, damn. that felt like now. Like it still feels yeah. like now. Yeah. But have we hit the redesigned itchy and scratchy, or is that later in the episode? I, that's I, after what smart I, line. from Alex Rocco's uh performance, him reading the hate mail and mm, like things are yes. like letters oh, are exploding. Hurts. I don't believe this. I will never watch your show, buy any of your products, or break if I see you crossing the street. Wow, that's cold. <laughs> and that's again, like that's the kind of it's a TV show, or it's a video game, or it's a t- it's a movie that got delayed, and it's like you would write that to someone <laughs> yeah. over yeah. entertainment. Like, well, the, I guess it's not new. It's not no, just the it's comment not new. section. It's just I think like, you, would, you would be more devoted to write a letter and then yeah. Mail well, it's it. also like the anonymity is not there. It's like here's yeah. my return address. Here's my address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, but the, so the Smartline thing, it. Oh. I feel like I've heard that argument now. Uh, yeah. The similar way of thinking, of like. Oh, you don't like violence on TV? You know, there was this thing called the... Uh, the... Uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hilarious. Now, what in the world is wrong with that, Mrs. Simpson? There's nothing huh? wrong with it. Excuse me. Excuse me. He was addressing me. I know. There's nothing wrong with Excuse it. Excuse me. There is. Oh, so I good. think that it's a bad influence on oh, children. Give me a break. I think that is a bunch of baloney. And here's why. In preparing for this debate, I did a little research <laughs> and I discovered a startling thing. There was violence in the past long before cartoons were invented. I see. Fascinating. Yeah, and there was something called the Crusades, for instance. Tremendous violence. Many people killed. The darn thing went on for 30 years. And this was before cartoons were invented. Oh, that's right, Kent. So much for your viewpoint. (laughs) That's so much for you. Oh, man, that's basically every third Facebook post right now. You're so right, Henry. It is like the the fallacy. You can't care about X because Y is worse. So don't care about anything because it's Uh, all fucked, yeah. Oh, God. So much for your viewpoint. And the fact that that is... This is also from an era where broad... Broadcast primetime news was like 
the way you got your information. Yeah. It wasn't newspapers anymore. It was Nightline, and it was 60 Minutes. And, and there like, weren't this podcasts. Is the... You just invited amateurs on your news yeah. show. And yeah. like, this time. was the level of discourse. Local experts. <laughs> and then, and then the generations paper. were raised as if all that was correct. Uh, so have we gotten to the, so, the redesign of Gene Scratchy So yet? that's why they changed. Marge yeah. tells them to write in those letters, and then... So okay, I, I do have that, yes. Is this Marge Simpson? God, yes. this is so good. The Marge Simpson who fixes up cartoons can't be violent anymore? Yes. This is Myers. I'm here with the writers. Uh, listen, you're so smart. How do we end this picture? Hmm. Well, what's the problem you're having? <laughs> okay, here it is. Itchy just stole Scratchy's ice cream cone. And... I'll make it a pie. Pies are easier to draw. Okay, a pie. <laughs> anyway, Scratchy is understandably upset. Uh-huh. So we figured he could, you know, just grab Itchy and toss him in a bucket of acid. Oh, dear. But oh, then we dear. remembered that this might be interpreted as violence, which is morally wrong now, thanks to you. So what's your big idea? How do we end this? Hmm, let's see. Oh, couldn't Itchy share his pie with Scratchy? Then they would both have pie. And he looks at the wall. It's different, I'll give you that. I also, in the background, the storyboards they have, yeah. the zooming into Scratchy's mouth, like the storyboards on the back are haunting. They're so mm. they're so evil and weird. Like what is happening in that moment? <laughs> and it's, yeah, and that's where chaos. all the animators are that we talked about. Like that's where it's all of them hanging out with them. So they get friendly, and this brought me back to uh, I listened to this uh, really interesting like panel discussion. That Brad Bird was on. Brad Bird was on there with um, the creators of Walk Between Hunger Force and the creators of, of South Park. And in it, he has a quick diversion about the how terrible the 60s Tom and Jerry cartoons oh, were. Oh, dude, they were oh. the worst. I love them. And but they, they, I cannot believe they got away with that, and that was the norm in entertainment. But, this, but he is complaining about how this was when they made Tom and Jerry nice. And he, oh. he couldn't stand how they made Tom and Jerry nice, and they were friends and they couldn't hurt each other anymore and i feel like this this bit here was a lot of him in it or that Mm. same kind of extra grind of why do tom and jerry anymore Mm -hmm. if you're just gonna have to make them nice are those the eastern european ones you're talking about are they i know you're talking about they just released those on dvd yeah like in a weird collection i know an animation historian he was posting about that on facebook i'm gonna get it he was kind of mocking them and i I threw in a joke and the guy who worked on those episodes who's like 94 whoa put a reply to my comment like we worked really hard on those and i had to like apologize to a 90 year old man about his his bad cartoons so (laughs) well this is the product of uh the new itchy and scratchy (laughs) <laughs> Porch pals? <laughs> Back and forth. So happy. Lemonade? Please, I made it just for you. You are my best friend. Itchy and Scratchy seem to have lost their edge. I think it conveys a very nice message of sharing. (laughs) I think it sucks. Uh. (laughs) And my only argument against Marge, because I don't want to seem like the... I'm not the guy complaining about PC police. You're complaining about a thing that wasn't meant to be enjoyed by you at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so, as a result, everybody who did enjoy them, you have now hurt... Whether you found them to be morally redeemable or not. And, and I'm just a huge fan of giant violent cartoons. We all know this. The more violent, the more fun I'm going to have with it. I th- also, the commentary brings up that they basically are gay now. Like, they're not, <laughs> yeah. they're not, it's not that they're kind Look, of pretty, but I like, get, they're dancing together. I, hate, they're I keep reading dancing, that, that yeah. Ren and Stimpy, but that never, 
went to my head when I was a little kid. Well, the they, yeah. they, they give scratchy, and living together. They give scratchy eyelashes, and he's like, "Oh, thank you, uh, Richie." The, yes. pic, the the picture of Scratchy smiling, holding a glass of lemonade, is among my favorite yes. Simpsons screen grabs of all time. The dead look in his eyes it's as like, he's smiling. Yeah, you make ear really to ear. good lemonade, Scratchy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. And uh, yeah. again, this is another one of my favorite clips when uh, Michelangelo's David is touring the country yeah, and yeah. is making a quick stop. To the art event of the century. The greatest masterpiece of Italian Renaissance, Michelangelo's David, and a coast-to-coast tour of the United States. Uh, sir, which cities will be included in your itinerary? Uh, New York, mm-hmm. Springfield, yes. and if we have time, Chicago, Boston, Los Angeles. Oh. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I think we missed the scene, though. Like All the children across the world are turning off itchy and scratchy, yes. at least in yeah. Springfield. And, and going outside. Yeah, and... and it was pointed out in the commentary, like a lot of people at the time misinterpreted this, but it's like, no, we mean the opposite of this. Like Kids would not do this. Like Kids mm-hmm. would not actually do this they would still watch it no matter what but yeah we're not because just because violent cartoons were gone children would not turn into like what everybody dreams the 1940s children of a huge he-man fan yes that is correct (laughs) we will watch anything i would watch any trash yeah Yeah. usa cartoon express it was on it was on it was on tv and it's 90 degrees with 100 percent humidity outside i wouldn't be happy Uh, about it and i maybe complain to my friends that itchy and scratchy isn't as good anymore i would watch mr wizard because it was on because it was on Uh, though when they do their outdoor fun stuff that's that's one of the most like impressive animation things it's beautiful yeah Yeah. got their stuff together it's mm-hmm. such a long pan it felt like that had it felt like a reference like mm-hmm. because the the, the the gags were so specific but maybe it's just it's well, trying the to be the fence thing definitely yeah. was that's Tom Sawyer yeah. yeah I just didn't know if like the whole sequence was from like an establishing shot of some 40s oh, movie and then when they describe what they did that day like Bart says he is going to make a soapbox racer which is why they later make an episode about that they totally mm-hmm. mind that and then the Lisa says she saw a grackle and that made what the fuck is a grackle. So me as a little kid, that made me laugh because we were watching that episode right when we had moved to Atlanta and in our new home, we were getting birds outside we never saw before. And my mom looked it up in a book like, oh, that looks like a crow. Oh, no, it's a smaller than a crow. It's a grackle. That's I'm a big grackle fan, by the so, way. So yeah. we knew exactly what grackles were. Like, and you understood why the joke well was time. so boring. Without yeah. cartoons, you're impressed by a variant on a crow. <laughs> yes. And Lisa went to bird camp eventually. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't see, see it, though. But seeing a grackle is like nothing. Like It's the same as a crow. It's just like a smaller crow. They're super common, yeah. In some places, at least. But uh, yeah, Marge is still hard up. Very proud of herself. Got itchy and scratchy sanitized. Um, but I... I Trying to introduce a clip, I don't Snow know. Snow is not happy with Michelangelo. Snow. Michelangelo. Get dressed, Marge. You've got to lead our protest against this abomination. This is my line of the show. Mm, but that's Michelangelo's David. It's a masterpiece. It's filth. It graphically portrays parts of the human body, which, practical as they may be, are evil. <laughs> I like that statue. <gasps> I told you she was soft on full frontal nudity. Come on, girls. Uh. Practical no. as they may be, are evil. I, that, yeah. that happens to me. Just it happens to me all the time. Is in it's the animation fan. Every time anything Song of the South happens, it's like look, Chris, I'm like, Dan, I'm not defending Song of the South. I just really like those cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, this it, does get into America's uh, Puritan heritage. Of, there you yeah. go. Uh, violence, mm-hmm. fine. Any kind of sexuality, even done in the most tasteful way, no one should see it. I like that they got away with putting a penis on TV. Like, they got to yeah. draw his penis. Even though it's just, like, two lines. But yeah, it's yeah. It, because it's nothing. Like, yeah. it's, it's a two-inch penis. Like, it's it is meaningless. It's frankly embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, and I, I that's think because they would have drawn Michelangelo uh, was not going to put him erect like that. It's that right. It's, yeah, then yeah. it's not art. It's yeah, not yeah. the anatomy. And then yeah, it yeah. proves that David was not a shower. He's not going to allow that. <laughs> that's true. We. Uh, I yeah. think like this this finale. See one a week. So <laughs> the finale of this episode, though, I think is coming down against any kind of fundamentalist belief. Where with Marge, context is mm-hmm. important. She's not against any kind of out, out, outlandish content or like inappropriate content. Like the fact that it's a priceless work of art is important. But these cartoons were for kids, so that mm-hmm. was something that entirely different for her. So I don't know if you guys saw it the same way as no, I, I did. I, but... I don't entirely enjoy the end of the episode, even though I'm, yeah. I'm if you, we're not going to get into I'm the guy who like, I get kind of annoyed of all four of us by people constantly like, this isn't, I didn't like this. That happens all the time. Like, relax. There's no no need to write a letter about it. You just didn't like something. But just as she's like, yeah, I guess I don't have a point. No, Smart still has a point. Yeah, the it, ending it, seemed kind of like one person can make a difference, but most of the time they probably shouldn't. Yeah, like that 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 yeah. speech, it, I didn't like at all. And it's supposed um, to be kind of a funny, like, huh, yeah. It's, it's, You're free to complain about Itchy and Scratchy all you want and give like and give your reasons why. Not give up entirely because yeah. you like something other people hate. On the commentary, they say the strength of this episode is that they don't take a side, but I feel they, like I like... I like episodes with arguments or, or like mm-hmm. a specific position that they're taking about something. Like I feel yeah. like it does kind of waffle by the end. It felt like a South Parky thing of like everybody's wrong, everyone's wrong, like, and yeah. we have a point. So why okay. bother? Though I yeah. guess Marge, it's more like Marge created a monster she couldn't control, and that she she was leading them in the right direction or a better the direction, mm-hmm. and then they they took control of it because they were more puritanical than she thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens with movements. Sure, that happen yeah, with, like, yeah. Occupy Everything. Wall Street. It, it happens with, I guess Everything. it's maybe happened all in history. Mm-hmm. The yeah. darn thing happens all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, I also loved Homer's, they're forced to... Oh, wait, hold on. I got all this. I got all this. Okay, this okay. is Marge relenting. Is it a masterpiece or just some guy with his pants down? That's our topic tonight on Smartline. Now, Mrs. Simpson... Why are you against this statue? I'm not. I think everyone in Springfield should see it. Wait, wait a minute. Aren't you Marge Simpson the wacko? <laughs> yes and no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How can you be for one form of freedom of expression like from my Greece. God, Italy. my big friend over there, and, and be against another form like um, itchy and scratchy? He was never popular. Good question. Well, I guess I can't, which is a shame because I really hate those cartoons. Oh, yeah? Well, what do you have to say to all those Marge Simpson wannabes out there who wish to suppress David's doodle? Hmm, I don't know. I guess one person can make a difference, but most of the time they probably shouldn't. Well, uh, I guess that settles that. Uh, I'd like to alert our affiliates that we will be ending our show early tonight. Join us tomorrow when our topic will be religion, which is the one true faith. I like how unprepared Ken Brockman is. Yeah. Well, like, they invited someone on without, like, are you against this or not? Like, uh, no. Oh, uh, where is his producer? Is I, 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 I'm, I'm, I like to think I'm of both minds. I think anybody who writes a letter about not liking a cartoon should get a fucking life, and it's usually a waste of time. But also, that ending just puts a sting in me. Like, I guess one person can't make a difference, and I'm not allowed to. Well, just I'm not allowed to say two, what like, I don't guys like. Guys, just yelling at Marge, like, "Oh, yeah. you thought you could change things, but yeah, you were wrong." Like, that was I, I found it deeply unsatisfying. Even though I am against Marge this whole episode, like, <laughs> they're just that you can't just relent like that completely. You're allowed to not like this cartoon and push for better quality. Yeah, uh, I guess the silver lining is children will be exposed to a stone penis, <laughs> whether they like it or not. This and it's a great cap from Homer. Angelo's Dave. <laughs> David. Oh. What's wrong, Marge? Oh, man. Here the kids have a chance to see a great work of art, and instead they're home watching a cat and mouse disembowel each other. Hey, don't worry, Marge. 
Pretty soon, every boy and girl at Springfield Elementary School is going to come and see this thing. Really? Why? They're forcing him! <laughs> <laughs> Man, he takes such delight in that. Well, isn't that nice? Uh, nice happy ending. Yeah. I oh, one other note I got from the commentary is they say that people want an itchy and scratchy spinoff. They talked about how this episode had more itchy and scratchy clips than yeah. ever before. Yeah. And we, we you have, get sick of them by the end. You're like enough itchy and scratchy. We have hold that feline, kitchen cutups, and messenger <laughs> of death. <laughs> and then just all those little clips that aren't even from a named cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. too much itchy. And, and having played the itchy and scratchy game, I never Ugh, ever ever want to see itchy and scratchy again alone when does it come up when is the joke about uh with quentin tarantino and violence is everywhere it's in breakfast cereals man oh like season six or seven probably yeah but what's the what's the episode because it's about violence and no oh yeah it could be itchy and scratchy land i think it's no 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 it's after it's later than that because it's well the animation style is like season seven or eight because it starts with him hacking off his ear and then they both dance then they kill tarantino and then they both dance it it felt like a it felt more like a critic joke because like this week's episode directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, but I'm sure it was a Mike Reese. I thought to, to harp yeah, on the top, but as an animation fan, like um, we grew up. I, we grew up at a time when people started to complain about the violence of cartoons that we were watching from our parents and grandparents' generation. Yes, and you think about it now, and like where where are the violent cartoons? I think mm. they're gone because people like Marge made their voices known, and I, I don't really miss. I, I love my old violent Looney Tunes, but like I'm trying to think of something I, I feel didn't. Like Ren and Stimpy was the last gasp yeah. of that because they were trying to do the old Looney they Tunes were. style. Like, but you still yeah. couldn't even show people getting like hit in the face or whatever. Like this was a crazy cut. I noticed. I love old Popeye cartoons. Yeah, they're, 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 he punches a baby in like he, the third cartoon. He, I love it. He, and he punches the every joke is he punches people so hard they explode into things. Like that's how hard he punches people. But. I was watching on Nicktoons or uh, the Nicktoon Fairly Odd Parents. They had one that was a parody of Popeye, but when it came time to punch them, they had to cut away because the rule was like, nope, no punching. Man. You can't show a fist connecting with another person because that will influence children too much. Yeah, like, so I just, for people who, uh, like, like me, who might complain about people complaining about violence in cartoons, I think a compromise has been met slowly, mm-hmm. and I think it's one of the best times for animation ever, and I haven't really noticed any loss of quality. You mean like after 9 o'clock anything goes and you can... Like Adult Swim does whatever the fuck. I, I wants, guess. I guess. Yeah, it's, much. it's not the. I mean, I guess I'm talking about like when I'm watching Adventure Time or Steven Universe. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah. when I see those shows. It's like I I I only thought about this right now. That like there's nothing violent in this, and this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe there maybe there's a happy medium. But there's also no there is no adult violent cartoons. Maybe we should get on that. Uh, Metalocalypse. <laughs> oh, I guess that. Uh, what the fuck am I saying? Yeah, that, like, I, like half the team of a team yeah. of Aqua Team dies every single yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the violence is not as elaborate or uh, well animated as it I, was I think in it was, just, it was era, a matter but... of, of of children seeing this kind of violence. Yeah. I think it, in the 1940s, people were uh, accepting of a certain amount of violence uh, with cartoons. So yeah. It seems between mm-hmm. how easy it is to play games and movies that are equally as violent, the mm-hmm. the uniqueness of seeing like a cartoon character mm-hmm. like get blown up is kind of like you know whatever yeah. like, I, I don't know that a, a 10 year old is even 
What do you think it's funny? It holds their attention as much when they're like, I just watched it turns out to be a mallet and he gets smacked in the face. Yeah. I mean, if anything, we need to curtail these violent video games, right? I mean, there's a real problem. So I guess that's been talking Simpsons going on on that note. I'm going to move it on to comic books. They're too violent. Yes. Take that, Spidey. My name is Bob Mackey. I run the classic gaming podcast, Retronauts. Check that out. Just subscribe to it. You'll love it. And I also write for US Gamer. I haven't hit it in two episodes. I'm sorry. I miss it. I write for usgamer.net. Check out my articles there. Who else wants to plug stuff? Christopher Antista. I work over at Laser Time, lasertimepodcast.com. We also do a Laser Time pop culture show, which deals with a lot of issues <laughs> that I've let out on the, these episodes. Issues. Yes, me being a grown up man baby, not liking <laughs> people censor my 1940s cartoons, all of that and more on the Laser Time show. Hands off my tunes, Obama. Uh, <laughs> I did do something animation related somewhat recently that I, I was very proud of, and that was to try and define every impression the genie made in a lap. I love That's that article. article. Yeah. Uh, and I'm H E N E R E Y G on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I also do a Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast on the Laser Time Network. And as you know, this episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash laser time. You did it, people. We did it. We got Brett on as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want to listen to the first season of Talking Simpsons, it's only available to people who pledge more $5 or more a month on patreon.com. And speaking of that Patreon, there were new goals added when I joined. Thank you, everybody. Uh, VG Empire is the video game music podcast I've been running for four years now. Uh, there's some new goals added that you guys have pretty much unlocked. So yep. uh, keep it coming because there's even there's there's more stuff there. But uh, that just gives us more uh, ability to make fun stuff um, and keep all this going. But uh, VG Empire on Twitter and on iTunes, uh, Game Music Podcast. Well, that's it for this week. Next week, we will finally enter the, the fabled year of 1991. We'll oh. see you then.